do you keep getting calls at night from a guy who really wants to know what your favorite scary movie is? Do you stay up all night because you're scared of dream demons? Do all your friends keep getting murdered at summer camp? Sounds like you really need some scarapy. And you can find us anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at ScarapyPod. So make sure you stab that like button. Keep it going and we'll restart when we want to. Sounds good. Oh, yeah. Why are you playing to it already? Let's get a good slurp going. Oh, God. Yeah? Don't do that. What? What'd you do? I tried to do like an open mouth slurp and it just went right down my throat. It's a closed mouth slurp. And where's it supposed to go? <laughs> Out the nose. I don't think you drink right. Or you drink to the champion. It's, it's called the French inhale. Oh, I've heard of that actually. <laughs> it's only it's only popular in not France. I get it. No, in uh, specific U- Yugoslavic regions. Oh yes, the French dip. French French dip is so funny. It, it's uh, it's good, uh, but Belgium dip is better. Is that just waffle batter? It is. It's a waffle batter in your face. What kind of waffle? There's only one waffle. It's Belgium. If you say ego, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> that, well, that's not true. Even the cat's upset about ego waffles. <laughs> no, I don't eat this shit. I eat the Belgians. So, like, but ego has Belgian waffles. They're still garbage. You wash your mouth. No, because any frozen waffle will not compare to a fresh waffle. Well, obviously, but frozen waffles are still delicious. They're, no, syrup is delicious, and that's what you do with the frozen waffles. You cake put, it in syrup. I'll put syrup on my waffles. What? You put water on it, you fucking heathen? <laughs> Jesus Christ, what do you even do with that? Uh, low butter. I don't, I'm, I have no problem with that, but I've, I've never been a fan of butter on pancakes or waffles. Spray butter? Oh, <laughs> That's not human. You're right. It's Some, not butter either. I can't believe it. Uh, God. No, a little bit of butter, and you go to town. Oh, not even a little. The only excuse I can have for no syrup is a chocolate chip ego straight out of the toaster, because that's just a cookie. <laughs> well, then you, you get two of them and put ice cream in between that. Well, obviously, but that's an ice cream sandwich. You a fan of chocolate chip ice cream? Who's not? That's like Me. vanilla-ass ice cream. I don't like it. Why? Is it because you're wrong? No, I, with chocolate chips, when they get frozen, they hurt my teeth. I. That's fair, but you got, like children's gummy teeth <laughs> like, I'm fairly certain your teeth are 90% gummy bear I do like gummy bears oh. that's not true I do like a good gummy bear yeah. I guess I can't be mad I, it's actually on the inverse of that I think I like um, I like cold gummy bears because I really like gummy bears and ice cream which is I probably I know it's kind of weird but I dig it I just think of the Sour Patch Kids ice cream Still no. <laughs> I'm just not gonna do that. You don't want citric acid in your ice Never cream. Never <laughs> once. I'm not a citrus guy. I know that's weird. Oh, dude, I love me some good citrus. Never once. Like, oh my god! Wow. You hear this cat yelling at me? This cat's going crazy. But all right, shall we get into it? Why? Good point. This movie is still not good.
bang your audio <laughs> right now. Sorry. Um, okay. So, we're switching it up a little bit. Switch my life into pieces. <laughs> God, this is my last resort. Um, it really is? <laughs> Please, God, somebody invite your friends to listen to this. <laughs> Please. Please. Please, Satan? Who are we praying to? Allah? Yeah, nothing. At least give Vishnu. Me, yeah, I was going to say, at least give me Vishnu with some arms and an elephant. Now we're talking damage. That's straight barbarian right there. Oh, man. Play your Eldrazi deck and listen to Scarabee. All day, Eldrazi. <laughs> and you put clear sleeves on it. I don't care if they're double-sided. <laughs> don't no. look at this card. The, the only thing I'm telling you that's... This is, again, completely off-topic, but still my favorite idea I think I've ever had. I want to get magic size sleeves with Yu-Gi-Oh backs, because the Yu-Gi-Oh back is a banger, banger feel. I do like it. I love the look. I really want to get it. Like, that clock's got that Yu-Gi-Oh back on it. I really want to get some magic sleeves with Yu-Gi-Oh backs on them. But not shitty ones. They gotta be matte. If you play with glossy sleeves, you go fuck yourself. Hey. You go fuck yourself. My art sleeves are glossy. Well, art no, they're kind of matte. There's not a kind. There's, there's no they're, in between. No, they, they are in between, though. I hate art sleeves. I think they're always garbage. I almost got some with our logo on them. That's fine. Because it was like 30 bucks. I'd do that all day. Yeah. All three people that have listened to Scary P would get it. They're not <laughs> local, I promise you. <laughs> New Zealand, what up? Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're not going to talk about the whole movie uh, because... This week we review American Psycho. The Psychoist. And you've seen this movie. Everybody has seen. You've this seen this movie. movie. But pray to God you don't have to watch the second. Oh God. Mila Kunis at her worst. It's like American Psycho two, all American girl. I feel like it's called. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> that also might just be a song. I can't tell. I mean. This American girl psycho. <laughs> They just threw it in there. God, that's... They got sued so hard for that one. Ice Nine Kills next album. It prob- God, I hope so. I might actually listen to it. You liked the song about American Psycho. It was the only good one because it had a good beat and you could hear what they were saying instead of screaming. That's fair. It wasn't. That's fair. Don't make me do that again. Oh, I'm gonna. I know. Doing it tonight. No. Can't say no. You can say whatever I want. It also involves a wet willy if I if I disagree, <laughs> which I'm never a fan of. No, it's going to your belly button. Ooh, that I might like. And then the ear. Oh. What's a wet willy in the belly button called? Wet, wet belly. No, that's not good. They call it like a wet whistle. <laughs> no, that's when you fish hook someone's fucking uh, cheek. <laughs> that's called a wet whistle? Yeah. Is that for real? No. I don't think so. <laughs> of course not. Because that would just be a fish hook. Is a thing. Yeah, come at me, bro. <laughs> wish we had a camera. I wish we didn't. I'm very ugly. <laughs> Good thing we don't. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they'd see you on your phone for fucking two hours. It's fucking great. <laughs> this won't be a two hour. We're gonna get this in a hot 20. <laughs> I don't know. We're already at like eight minutes. Yeah, but fuck this movie. Okay, so American Psycho came out April 14th, 2000. Does it blow your mind every time that this came out in 2000? Yeah. I always think this is like a mid-90s movie. Yeah, every time. I don't know why. It just has, well, it takes place in the 80s. Right. So and, it has that it vibe. it feels like it. Like, they, they did a great well. job capturing it, but every time I think of this movie, oh yeah, it's like mid-90s, maybe late-90s, and nothing. What's the rating? 
I don't know, 100 people go dick hard <laughs> on this movie. 69. Yeah, that's the same thing as dick hard. Yeah. Um, it is an hour and 44 minutes long. It had a budget of $7 million. And in the box office, it made $34 million. That's a Christian Bale. This is... That I can think of, this is the Christian Bale's, like, breakout, wasn't it? Yes. I don't think... I can't think of anything beforehand where he was, like, super famous. Uh, He wasn't Batman yet. No, he was not Batman yet. (laughs) It was directed by Mary Heron, who also directed the 2018 Charlie Says movie. The fuck is that? It's about Manson. Oh, alright. I would have thought you'd seen that. No, I'm not a big Manson. Manson doesn't interest me at all. That's surprising. I, I really... Not like Manson, but I'm very interested in Manson. I, I never got it. He's just... Like, anybody that followed that guy never made sense to me. I'm like, eh, I don't need a hippie in my life. Have you listened to his music? Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Bad. <laughs> he was friends with John... Uh, what, I think George Harrison or something? Yeah. Of a, I think it was one of the Beatles, and he's like, I got music, bro. Or maybe it was one of the, Be- it was one of the Beach Boys, I think, actually. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know any of the Beach Boys' names. They were just a huge influence on the Beatles. The only thing I know about the Beach Boys. I didn't know that. It's, I don't give a fuck about the Beatles, though. That's fine. <laughs> Chronologically impossible, by the way. Oh, oh, it totally is. Yeah. <laughs> no, great job. That's just a great line to tell people. Um, it is starring Christian Bale. What? <laughs> Jared Leto. Before he went psycho. Ah. Uh, Disagree. Was he already psycho by that? I, I, this is the first time I ever remember seeing the guy. I think so. Or, uh, when did Fight Club come out? Fight Club was like 96, wasn't it? Maybe. Uh, Willem Dafoe. Which, uh, pretty disappointed that uh, he didn't do a lot, anything Willem dafoe in this movie. I like him. In he was movie. great, but not what I expected when I was like, oh yeah, Willem Dafoe's in this. Reese Witherspoon. And Matt Ross. See, I saw that name before, and I'm trying to remember what I know him from. Yeah, Matt Ross is Lewis. Right, but what is the, what else is he in? So, I actually have a little bit for each of them here. Well, more importantly, you're forgetting Chloe Savigny. The secretary. Yeah, you're right. Because you you're didn't right. know who that is. No, I... Yeah, I have her written down. Right. You just got me distracted with fucking Matt Ross. I got you distracted when you ended. Got it. Uh, 99 Fight Club. IMDb it. <laughs> um, so, let's see here. So, obviously what the stars have done since then. Batman was Dark Knight Trilogy. Who was that? Christian Bale. Oh, I didn't know he was <laughs> Batman. What is Batman? I've never seen the series. <laughs> You've only watched the Robert Pattinson one. Uh, Adam West all day. He does the bat dance with shark repellent. Uh, he throws that bomb at ducks. <laughs> oh my god, he does. Well, he almost does. Uh, so oh, Wait, he, I, I gotta hold a gun. Have you seen that movie? The original Batman movie? I've seen clips of it. The best part of that movie is the ending. Because at the end of it, they don't save the day. They, like, kind of save the day. Hmm. And then instead of doing anything and having a real ending, Batman and Robin just back out of the room slowly, and then it just goes to credits. It's the <laughs> best ending to any movie. Like They're like, we did it! Well, kind of. And they're like, just walk out. Nobody will notice. <laughs> That's so good. That's it. That's the end of the fucking movie. It's so good. Uh, so yeah, Christian Bale's done the Dark Knight trilogy, and latest he was in 
uh, Love and Thunder as gore. The only, the only good, good part. part. Jesus Christ. Uh, what was the other? Uh, Terminator. He was good in that, even though the movie was terrible. Uh, something else. He's been in a bunch. Oh, uh, The Big Short. If you've not seen that movie, fantastic. I have not. It's a banger. Not if you only like horror, but it's a super good movie. Okay. It's about the stock market crash in 08, 06. Hmm. It's got a really big name list in it, but Christian Bale is a really interesting character. It's all based off a true story. It's really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, Willem Dafoe, obviously... Green Goblin and the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy, and in no way home. <laughs> Green Goblin and the Temple of Doom. It's like that doesn't work out, but all right. Um, and his character alongside Robert Pattinson in The Lighthouse, which is one of my favorite movies. I it is still high on my list, but I really want to give it the time that it deserves. Yeah, I've heard it's fantastic. Man, I've you not let heard me know. Thing about it. We'll stop recording and watch it right now. That's fine because I really want to watch it. I just need to. <laughs> Seriously, pay I always fucking working. It's it's such a good movie. I've like, heard it. I've not heard a bad thing about it. Everything I, I've heard is phenomenal. I got to see it in theaters, Ooh. and it's just I didn't even know it hit theaters. I thought it was Netflix. Oh no no no! Oh wow! No, it was like big because oh, it's shit. a black and white movie shot on film film right. like in whatever it was 2019. It was before COVID, so yeah, probably 2019. 2019 uh, was like yeah. End of year, I guess, was COVID, so maybe right before then. So, uh, Jared Leto, obviously uh, the Joker in Suicide Squad, and the man who made more billion dollars more and broke the government, dollars. Morbius. They're gonna release it again, I heard. Dude, I God, I we'll hope so. This time. Dude, I, that guy is a nutbag and not in like a fun, kooky way. No, he has that, a cult. Yeah. He has an island. I don't understand why he is so... This music's not even that good. I mean, that one song. Which one? Uh, Where he goes 30 seconds to Mars? Yeah. <laughs> I wish that song was over in 30 seconds. Fuck. There's only and, about 30 good seconds out of it. Is there? What's the song? I, I don't know his music. Uh, it's, called, it's called The Kill. It's like the song that either made them famous or like made them popular. All I know is he played the Joker in Suicide Squad and they picked a 21 pilot. Ha, so. ha, ha. That's pretty much the whole movie. It's unwatchably bad. Which is funny. Well, it's not funny. Half of that movie is actually almost okay. The first half, you could see when the studio stepped in and they were like, you have to hit these points. And then they ruined it. Hey, did you know we really like Harley Quinn? Oh my god. <laughs> And Margot Robbie killed it. I'm not mad at her about it, but they just oversaturated the shit out of it. We have way too much Harley Quinn. Yeah. So have you watched the HBO show? I think we talked about this before. I've watched a little bit of it. You gotta watch the first, like, two seasons. The third season's been pretty terrible, but it, it's slow. I've only seen a few episodes, to be fair. But I like uh... Bane in that show is the best character, because he has the Tom Hardy voice mm -hmm. the whole time. But he's just, like, a baby. I'm gonna blow up this bar mitzvah. Real line. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm gonna blow up Gotham Stadium. Not a bad Bane voice. Thank you. I <laughs> practice it for hours upon hours. I was gonna try and work on a, a Patrick Bateman impression for this, but I just didn't have time. You should just be Batman. <sighs> there you go. Do you need a lozenge? <laughs> Some type of cough drop incident. Where were the other drugs going? 
Swear to me. <laughs> swear to me. Swear to me. Swear to me. Oh man, in the second season of that show, Bane has a prison like hit the hole in the third one. You know, it's just the I can't remember what they call it, but the like pit of despair essentially in the third one. Mm-hmm. It's so good because he's just like this happy-go-lucky warden. He's like, oh, we're gonna get you all, sh- all cleaned up. And he's just beating the shit out of people. Oh, it's so good. It's fantastic. You gotta give that show a chance. I like the Joker in that show. He gets fucked up pretty quick. <laughs> uh, you should be more excited for Kite Man, who I think is getting a spinoff. I I like Kite Man. <laughs> Kite Man is freaking hilarious in this movie, in that show. It's so good. The show is fantastic. They They spent the time to make it solid. Um, Reese Witherspoon. Hold up. Can everybody tell when we stop and restart? Because Trevor always goes, um. <laughs> I cut it. <laughs> I swear. Well, cut that, because. And can't. do it again. I can't. I can't. Um, um so. <laughs> <laughs> Reese Witherspoon. I don't know what she's best known for. Kind of everything. I think Legally Blonde would be her blockbuster. So I've got her in here for the Legally Blonde movies. Did you know there's this uh, third one coming out next year? There is. <laughs> um, not. Don't really give a shit about that. Um, she was also in Walk the Line. She was. She was actually fantastic in that movie, too. Uh, I, I, she's she's a, a good bunch. actress, and she's been in a lot. I, I can't think of anything. I just, I'm going to pull up. Like, fuck you. I'm going to get an IMDb going here. I've always known her name, that's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. The other big show was Big Little Lies. That was a pretty popular show. I watched it with Courtney. It's solid. Like it's actually not a bad show. I just think of Pretty Little Liars. It's not the same thing. I, I don't know. I don't know. When I think of that kind of show, I just think of the Scream show. Ugh, it's the same fucking concept. Did you it's finish so season bad. two? Uh, yeah, I'm. In, I gotta watch season three. Is the only thing left. No, you don't. Yeah. Well, exactly. Unnecessary. Uh, Fuck that. Season. Oh, that's right. She was in Little Nicky for a minute. Oh, she was in American Psycho. If you haven't seen it. Oh, really? Cruel we should do an episode on that. I'd rather not. The movie's terrible. <laughs> I know you've been stalling. This movie is not good. Yes, it is. People say it's good. It's not good. And I get why people think it's good. You're just wrong. Oh, that's her big thing now is where the Crawdad sings. Where she was, she just directed that, I believe. Oh, it was like really? Her first directile. Debut. Oh. Uh, it's supposed to be really good. I, I've not heard anything bad about it. I don't think it's my interest in movies. Yeah, so. I don't think it's my thing. But but even like a couple guys at work were saw it with the wife, and they're like, "Yeah, it was pretty good actually. I was pretty surprised. So it might be worth a watch." Yeah, but I the, don't know what it's about. The men at your work deep fried turkeys for Thanksgiving. And that's how you start fires. Yeah, I was there. Saw it happen. It it'll happen. <laughs> but that turkey's good, so I don't really give a shit. Keep bringing me some fried turkey. Uh, Matt Ross uh, was in another Johnny Cash movie, Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire. Um, and he's produced and acted in various TV shows, namely one of which is American Horror Story. A uh, show? Yeah. They made a show? What? What? American Horror Story. Oh, I thought you said American Psycho. <laughs> I was barely <laughs> listening, to be fair. I'm, I'm IMDBing him now. <laughs> American Horror Story. That show is terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I love the show, but it's not good. No, it's not. Oh, he's in uh, Silicon Valley. That's where I recognize that guy from. He's uh, he's actually pretty good in that show. 
He's in one season of... No, seven episodes. Oh, that's right. He's the doctor. He's the abortion doctor. Oh, in the original? Uh, several seasons he play, he reoccurs, but yeah. Yeah, because he does the Black Dahlia stuff. Which, I actually love that episode. Oh, yeah. That's right. I could not remember where I remember this guy from. Oh, he's in The Aviator as well. I also liked that movie. That's, a. Um, thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio, I don't know if this is still happening, but a while back they announced they were going to do an H.H. Holmes movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I was super pumped for that. Which, I think that is still in the works. I don't know if he's still in it, though. You don't know who H.H. Holmes is, do you? I don't. He's the first known American serial killer. Oh. And probably probably the most prolific if it's all re- all true. It's hard to tell because that guy's like a notorious liar. So his name is H.H. Holmes? Correct. So he's Triple H. Yes. He's Triple H. He's the game. He is. But his game was making a killer hotel. With oh, that's the that's him? That's who his face Oh! Yeah, the whole uh, season five of American Horror Story. With all the traps and shit yeah, in it, like, right? Yeah, he legitimately made like weird trap doors. Yeah, I've seen all, blueprints of yeah, that place. It's yeah. A, it's, it, he literally built it to kill people. And he wasn't rich. He just lied to people because it was like the 1800s. It's going to make me sound like a piece of shit, but that's so cool. Oh, it's crazy. It was, I mean, and he did it in the World's Fair, so he had a shitload of people to kill through, and nobody knew, because it was the 1800s, and people didn't floss their butts. Huh? What? <laughs> Alright, American Psycho, though, have you seen that? Um. So, we, I completely skipped over the plot of this movie. Because I wanted to talk about what these people were in. There aren't. There is no plot to this movie besides Stabby Stabby. So, uh, New York City in 1987. A handsome young urban professional, Patrick Bateman, um, works at a mergers and acquisitions business. Pierce and Pierce. The Pierceiest. Uh, but he lives a mysterious second life as a gruesome serial killer by night. The killerist. Um, and it was also originally a book by Brett Ellis in 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the cover of that book. If you haven't seen it, it's fucking cool. Um, uh, I don't think I've seen the original. I've only seen the movie ad- uh, adaptation. Yeah, it's it's like a red face. It, it just looks super cool. Like, look look it up. Yeah. Um, not right now because oh, oh, I want I'll you off your stuff. fucking phone. Um, and so there's a few differences uh, in between the book and the movie, obviously. One of which is in the book, Bateman and is like extremely homophobic to the point where he specifically goes out of his way to murder a couple gay dudes in the book. Yeah. Um, you know, in in the movie, they he breathes a breeze on it, I guess. Yeah, he says, you know, he says faggot and stuff like that. But he's not like specifically targeting gay people. Right. And I would say um, that was more of a to test to the times like lingo and Yeah. Run around I agree. As, as it is. Um also in the book, he slits a little boy's throat at a zoo. <laughs> I get it. We've all been to a zoo. They're terrible. Um, you know, obviously, no zoo doesn't happen in the movie. Yeah, zoos are expensive. Yeah. <laughs> what your bear cost to put on camera? No, a couple mil. Really? I have no idea. Oh, I was... I've only fought in two bears, never on camera. Okay. Uh, fought. Fought. 
Fought's not a word. Fought. And also, in the book, uh, Detective Kimball is in his 20s and not Willem Dafoe age. Well, is he also more prevalent? Because he really doesn't add much to this story, I feel like. They could have had any... They could have lip-serviced what was going on with SK's character. It didn't seem to do much. Yeah, which so Which is why he, I thought, like, Willem Dafoe was a little disappointing. He's not much more of a character, really. He does, however, you know, obviously interview Bateman. Right. But they definitely um, play they play him more ominously, even in the movie or whatnot, to where it, they're almost alluding like he knows what's going on, but I don't think he does. I think he's just a character. Just a plot point to, to progress things. Um, and in the book, he confesses to um, an escort about all of his crimes and how he thinks he's losing his mind. But in the movie, he confesses to Gene. Um, Somewhat. Y- yeah, and he, but there's a very brief line in, towards the end where he says, like, oh, I made them watch videos or watch things yeah. of, like, past crimes. So, Some like, girls have seen the tapes. I, I think they... Yeah, exactly. I think they allude to, like, he's... That's part of the thing is he likes to show it off. So maybe not a confession, more just psycho shit. But... Yeah. More just American psycho shit. Yeah, I feel like at that point, it's universally psycho. <laughs> um, so, some iconic scenes from the movie. Like in The Morning Routine, man. Yeah, but The Morning Routine is fantastic. I-, I would say, again, I'm not a big fan of this movie, but there are some things that are done really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The intro to the movie is very well done. Anytime he's narrating, is actually really good. Just showing like how bland his apartment is like it's all white aside from some shitty modern artwork uh you know he walks around very uh like what's the word i'm looking for like uncaringly just walks through his apartment very utilitarian almost i guess is the word i'm going for i got a different vibe than that like i think that plays more to the character of his you know he elevates himself he thinks he's better Mm -hmm. than everybody I think it's him, which maybe kind of hit at the end there, but it's him flaunting. He doesn't need stuff. It's, it shows his particularness and his the best way to say it. I, I can't word word piece me out the word, <laughs> but uh, it, it just shows his personality is truly. It, it's not. He pretends he is very superficial when in mm-hmm. reality he's just very. I don't know. I can't think. It's the same word I think you're trying to hit. Yeah. I cannot pinpoint. It's it's like right there where yeah. he where he just thinks he's better than everybody else though. Like that's just what it is. He so he doesn't he's think like, he knows it. He, he's godlike to everyone else. Yeah. Like, in his he, mind, he's top tier, and everybody else plays with fucking art sleeves. Uh. He's played with clear sleeves. <laughs> so. Um, one specific part of that scene that I every time I see it I love it is when he's peeling off this face mask because he's saying you know there's an idea of Patrick Bateman. I like the words more than I like the visual, but the visual is very it's, good. Says yeah, there's there's an idea of Patrick Bateman, and you know you might even think that we we have similar interests or we live the same life, but I'm simply not there. I love that. It's it's really good. It really plays into the fact that this has been him forever. Mm-hmm. This isn't a new thing. Uh, I really like, and it comes up later in a couple of theories I read about it, where 
This isn't his progression into murder. This is his morality coming to face himself. He's been doing this forever. He, yeah. He's been killing people for quite some time. Yeah, at the beginning of the movie, he says, my my nightly bloodlust is growing too strong. Right. So, like, this is maybe it's not as... Obviously not his first kill, but it's... He, he's been doing this for a while. Yeah. He hadn't been doing it since a kid, but he's been killing people and thinking about it for a very long time, which I like. They, they don't start as a... It's not like a, his first kill. And it progresses, yeah. and then he gets caught. This is him successfully killing people. Yeah, this is just what he does. Um, The card scene. Yeah, the best. <laughs> but if it's not the Pokemon version, it doesn't matter. Let's see Paul Allen's card. Every time. I really like uh, to, I guess, back it up maybe a little more. I like that how he describes you know, his friends and his people and... Paul the one he no who's the one he likes there's one character he he says is the most interesting person his most interesting friend isn't it Lewis is that his name I can't remember the I get confused the gay one no no he hates that guy um he doesn't really do anything they do coke in the bathroom together I don't know his Bryce Bryce he says he's his most interesting friend I should probably remember that (laughs) uh I, I like the description of that because he just—he's so above everybody else. But this one guy he seems to have admiration for. Not even admiration. I think he just tolerates him the most because they're the most similar in how they talk. I don't know. I think it's a, more of an admiration in sense because everyone else he talks down to in the movie, he never talks down to this guy. He—he he does not think he is a piece of shit like everybody else. Yeah. So there's there's a group of like four of them. Yeah. Um, it's. Bateman, Bryce, another guy, and sometimes a Lewis. Um, He's like pseudo part of the group, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess to bring it back before the card scene, um, I forgot about this until I saw it yesterday again. Um, in the nightclub, after the, the bartender's uh, like, I you need to pay scene. with money. And it's so loud that he doesn't care what he says, so when she turns around, he just yells, I want to slit your throat. And play with your blood. He also calls her an ugly bitch. Uh, I didn't like that scene, to be honest. No? I, I also don't think it's real, which you get into later. Of what, some things oh, are not I happening. see what you're saying, yeah. Some things are not happening in real time, and some are in his head, but they don't ever really verify what's true and what isn't. And uh, uh, I, think I love one, that. I think it's uh, a little bit of a cop-out for some of it, especially towards the end. But Oh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. I I think this movie starts off strong and falls apart at the end. It's a hard hard thing to gather all these pieces. To be fair, but I don't know. I I, I like knowing the end of it. That that's probably in his head. Mm-hmm. I thought that like that's more interesting. But in the moment, it feels pretty terrible. It's just like nobody heard this guy. He he said it loud enough to order a drink. The guy next to him says nothing. Even if it was fucking weird, like somebody would react to something. In yeah. The- uh, but yeah, the the card scene. So that's oh, the best. Starts with uh, does Bateman show his card first? I believe. So. Oh, so Paul Paul Allen card. gives uh, Bryce his new card. Is that? And then Bateman takes his card out. Uh, yes. And it's uh. What color is it? That's bone. That sounds good. That sounded solid. It's in Cillian Braille. 
the the bone just really plays to the character, which I like. It's just he has to be so precise with everything to let people know. Not only that, but bone, you know, it's it's more to a psycho shit. Um, he thinks it's a perfect color because he mm-hmm. enjoys killing people. And um, then a couple other people show their cards, and Bateman's obviously a little annoyed by it. He's just like yeah, he's yep, annoyed that people that's think nice. other people's things are better than his. And then he, like the uh, very next one after his, like I can't believe they like this yeah. more. What the fuck? You've all seen the scene. I can't believe they prefer Halberstrand's yeah. card to mine. Uh, I like his narration. It's I so do too. Good. It's really good. It's cr- I think it's I just, all credit to Christian the Bale. voice. Yeah. is just so good, so yeah, recognizable. And he sounds, well, yeah, and he just sounds so superior to everything. Soulless. I wouldn't even say soulless. Just superior. He's just lording over everything. Everything that he does is perfect, and mm-hmm. everything else is garbage shit. Uh, Much like my life. <laughs> so. Damn, that got me. Yeah, really? <laughs> Lost my train of thought. I guess. I'm a giant piece of shit. Um, so my, my part was not the I'm better than you. It was the please, sir, can I have some more? So then Bateman goes, let's see Paul Allen's card. Paul Allen. Fuck Paul Allen. <laughs> Who is Paul Allen? Uh, cult leader, apparently. He is. No, so. The cultiest of cults. Then uh, the are shown Paul Allen's card, and Bateman loses his shit. He's, uh, like, visibly frustrated sweating. and sweating. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a great scene, man. The subtle off-white coloring of it. It's perfect. Raised Braille. It's fantastic. And I totally... I showed Zach this. Um, I showed up today in the Ice Nine Kills uh, American Psycho raincoat, and I also bought one of those card openers that they have for the business card holders, I guess. For those of you born before 1983... It's a business card holder. It's yeah. For the rest of you, a business card is a piece of paper we used to send the internet to each other on. <laughs> um. So uh, another thing in that scene, um, on the card they all say mergers and acquisitions. Acquisitions. Uh, ax- ax- magicians. <laughs> mergers and acquisitions. There we go. Um, on all of the cards, the word acquisitions is spelled wrong. Is it really? Yeah. I, I don't, I can't spell it, so I can't even say it. <laughs> Neither can I. Activations. It was close. Mighty Morphin Activation. <laughs> Mighty Mom Morphin. gets mad at activation. Mighty Morphin Animorphs. Ooh, potato. Potato. Tomato? Potomato. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. <laughs> Demi Lovato. I don't know who that is. I just think it's a name. Tomacco. <laughs> Why was that so funny to me? I don't know. You're an idiot. You say Tomacco? Yeah. I love it. Well, you haven't watched enough old Simpsons to know it's a reference. I like Simpsons. You've watched good ones. Or or in around the time when they were relevant. Uh, so, yeah. Watch act- the Orville, you piece of shit. Shut up. Okay. So acquisitions is spelled wrong. Um, it should have a C in it, basically. They're they're all missing the C. Oh, so it's A Q. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Even I know that. Even I can word picture that one into correctness. Yeah. So it's A Q, and aqua. It's not f- acquisitions. At least from oh, what crap. I could find. At least from what I could find, it's not fully known if it is on purpose or not. It just proves he's a psycho. That's the psycho part of American Psycho. <laughs> We printed the. We printed hundreds of these, um, and then 
there's there's the whole throughout the movie Patrick Bateman wants he wants to go to Dorcia. <laughs> That's it. That's all he wants. <laughs> Which I love when he's killing Jared Leto that he's just yelling it. You got a fucking table at Dorcia now, you son Try of a bitch. Try to get a reservation at Dorcia now, you That's, fucking stupid bastard. Uh, reservation. That's the word they use a lot. Yeah. It is fantastic. Get a, got an 8.30 res at Dorcia. Dorcia. 8.30 on a Friday. How the hell did he swing that? That's right. He's got to be lying. Yep. How'd you feel that uh, he's in love with... Not in love with... the? He calls his... The girl he's having an affair with, I cannot remember. Pumpkin? Is that what he calls her? Yeah. Okay. He calls her... He calls, Pumpkin is, like... He calls her, like, the perfect girl. And and then he's, like, Reese Witherspoon is nothing. And I'm like, Evelyn. that girl... Yeah. <laughs> that girl is a bag of trash. <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon is Reese Witherspooning it up. With um, her full 80s art shoulder pads. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's go to uh, the Paul Allen stuff. So uh, Patrick Bateman and Paul Allen run into each other at a Christmas party. Um, that Bateman's fiance is yeah. That's Evelyn. Yeah. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, and he uh, she's holding a pig the whole time. Every time Allen sees Bateman, he calls him a different name, which I really like. Well, he, call, and- he calls him Halberstram. Um, oh, he he thinks he's one specific person, doesn't he? Marcus Halberstrom. But everybody yeah. that thinks he is somebody else just thinks Patrick Bateman's a piece of shit. He's called by like five different names in this movie. Which I really like some of the theories on behind why, and I don't know what's theory and what's not. I guess I didn't look too hard into yeah. it. Yeah. So uh, one one of the ones that I saw was that it's just kind of not even like an allegory. It's just showing like these fucking Wall Street guys. Not only do they all look the same, but they don't care about each other enough to learn their names. Uh, yeah, and I think it's a true theory, I guess. It's corporate greed is the mm-hmm. is the real story of this and getting away with anything and money protects you from whatever. Like it's truly nothing. You're you're, you're just this corporate cog. Yeah. Um So yeah, he he calls him Marcus Halberstram and um invites him or tries to invite him to dinner, but Bateman says no, you come with me. Mm-hmm. I know a spot. It takes him to some like shitty Mexican place. It seems. I thought it, I felt tiki was the vibe I got. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we'll, but we'll very say, empty. Like, if you've been to Desert Ridge in Phoenix Islands, yes. Ooh, uh, <laughs> their burger pretty banging. Their food's not bad, but it is a shithole tiki bar. But it's strip mall food. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's across. It's across the walker from a Jimmy John's. Well. Oof. <laughs> Jimmy John's free smells can go fuck itself and it's free ass. I hate it so much. It smells like a wet dishwasher in there. It smells like like a jar of uncooked bacon soaked in pickle juice. It smells like if you left an onion on the table for six years and then shit on it every day for six years and then cleaned it. It smells like the outside of a Taco Bell. Oh, that's an insult. <laughs> As long as it's not the inside, I guess. It smells like an Arby's dumpster. It just smells like an Arby's sandwich. Oh, God! Curly fries, though. Curly fries are banging. You can't fuck that up. It's frozen. Uh, if you, you can. You can, but it's hard. You have to effort. You have to make effort to fuck <laughs> it up. You have to effort. You have to effort to fuck it up. <laughs> and effort is not my strong suit. That's why no. I can't word. <laughs> he can 
<laughs> you can only slide. Yes. You can't word. Barbies is so bad. It's fine. It's not. I'll leave it like twice a year. That's awful. You should be dead twice a year. How many times do you get food poisoning from that? Four or five times? <laughs> yep. Exactly. Um, they they have the meat, and the meat is all spoiled. What are your favorite two fast food places? What do you consider fast food? Does it have to be fast, or does it have a drive, ha, just have to have a drive-thru? I don't even think it necessarily has to have a drive-thru. Just, like, outside of, like... Anything below Chili's. Below Applebee's, we'll say. See, I put fast food above Applebee's and Chili's. Those are garbage food. You don't like Chili's? Chili's is okay at best, but I would much rather go to In-N-Out than Chili's. At least I don't have oh. to sit there and get shitty service. Unless I'm going to drink. I'll go to Chili's to the bar. That's it. I've never been to a Chili's bar. It's like any other bar, but faster service. Probably because I turned 21 in tomorrow. For real? No. Good. <laughs> What? I don't know you. Yes, you do. How old are you? How old am I? I don't know. I'm 21. What? If I ask you a question, don't ask me the answer to the question afterwards. Checks out. Okay. Yeah. Had to make sure that was English. Check and uh. mate, sir. <laughs> Suck my Scrabble ship. Pause. Whoa. Resume. Okay. Uh. I was worried for a minute. I thought I broke it. <laughs> so, um... I guess I'll, I'll set you up. My favorite two fast food places are Cane's and Panda Express. Cane's is banging. Panda's reliable. It's like McDonald's. I know exactly what I'm going to get. Pa Panda's old reliable. Yeah. You, you've got like, you've texted someone there at order so many times that it auto finishes. A hundred percent. Like anybody says, hey, do you want Panda? You don't have to say, what do you want? You say yes or no. And they already know what you want. Yeah. Because you've gotten the same thing there every time. You know, there's nothing new. Yeah, it's not, oh, I'm going to switch it up. No, like, you're not. The only time you switched it up was to get the super greens, and you did it once because they're fucking awful. They're trash. And I'm, I like veggies. Broccoli is one of my favorite foods. Their super greens are trash. I'm okay with not real food as long as it tastes good. Um, Most foods are not real and taste good. No, the only time you switched it up is when you were like, maybe I'll get a spring roll this time. And it was it's, fine. That's adding something. Uh, I will say... And it is definitely a rare occasion. Every now and then, they have a banger egg roll. I don't know if it's fresh or not, because I've had hot ones. See, it I'm, doesn't matter. I'm not an egg roll guy. I'm a spring roll guy. Really? Why? Just better. Like the For What makes it better to you? Is it the texture or what's the, the filling? It's the texture. See, I, w I like the egg roll texture way more than the spring roll. I mean, out of all like the three, I don't know, do you call them desserts? I'm going cream cheese ragoon. Every time. Desserts, they're just appetizers. They're appetizers? 100. A dessert is sweet. Cream cheese ragoons. Are they sweet? I don't like anything that's in those. I don't think they're necessarily sweet. Yeah, I would just... That's an appy. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, fortune cookies dessert at Panda. Fair. Top, okay, now let's get back to the real important thing. Uh -huh. Top two for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, 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 I gotta say in and out It's a rare treat because it takes so fucking long. The only thing it's not is in and out See, but, man, I'll sit in an in and out drive through for it. I'll, I'd rather go in. I'll eat there all day. It's I prefer few the drive through I hate a drive through I will always go in. Even if there's no line, I'll always go in. I, I prefer it. I don't know why. I mean, I like the vibe of the inside of in and out I had nothing to do with that. I just would rather order at the register and eat there. Especially there. Their fries turn into leather in about eight seconds. <laughs> 
If you do not eat it in your car, it is garbage. I like their fries, man. I love their fries, but they have to be hot. If you get if you get animal fries cold, Ew. you go fuck yourself. I mean, I don't like Thousand Island, so I'm not getting animal fries. Get it without. It's still delicious. It's just grilled onions. The grilled onions at In-N-Out are bomb sniggity bang bang. There's <laughs> nothing to that that is not good. Uh, <sighs> Second favorite fast food. It's got to be Cane's. It's definitely up there. It's got to be Cane's. Definitely over Chick-fil-A. Fuck Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is Open on food. Sunday. Uh, that's... I will say I do not agree with a lot of their donations or religious standpoints. My biggest issue is that they're closed on Sunday. You go fuck yourself. Open on Sunday. If I want to go to Hobby Lobby, they better be fucking open. Say they close on Sundays too. Do they? Yeah. Why? Because they're. It's religious. one of the two days of the weekend. Exactly. That's when I'm doing go my fuck crafts. Yourself. Exactly. If I'm crafting, I'm going to Hobby Lobby on a goddamn Sunday. That's when I'm doing my hobbies and I need a lobby. Yeah. 50, I'm not 50. going to Michael's. Oh, Michael's! I'll go to Joanne's over Michael's all day. Joanne Fabric? Yeah, I worked there when I was a kid. It was oh. my first job. Jesus. Desert Ridge. There's a Joanne's at Desert Ridge? I think there's still one there. Where? Not sure. It's in like, the back corner. Oh. It's not in the mid. It's in the outskirts. I, it's I like worked, the very last building. I worked at a Spirit Halloween. That's not a real place. Oh, it's also not a real job. No. Exactly. <laughs> no, I... Even as an employee, you can admit no work <laughs> no, is done. No, so I... I worked there at the same time I worked at Harkins, and it was only during, obviously, like, September, October, and um, <laughs> I just put on the stupid apron. My boy Max worked there, too. Uh, we, we actually applied and got hired on the spot because the sweet woman who owns that store named Holly, bless her heart, was so stressed because no one was applying that she was For like... For the two-month job? She was like, can you work right now? I was like, I'm not fucking doing anything. Yeah, what do I gotta do? I was gonna be here anyway. <laughs> yeah. Can you pay me to be here? Yes. Yeah, and then they made the mistake of giving me and Max walkie-talkies and just telling <laughs> us to walk around the store. So, uh, Max started off by screaming at me through it, and then you know, it led to a walkie-talkie fight. Yep, well, penis wars, got it. <laughs> but penis. 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 It's according to sleep. Penis. You lose. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Check in, mate, sir. Yes, Penny, I won. <laughs> um, but no, this, so they had me scheduled work on Halloween, and I was like, I'm not. No. Not doing that. So what I did was... Please meet... tell me you put somebody in a mask and just put your name tag on them. <laughs> no. Yeah, Trevor's no. here. So me, Max, and our bandmate, Ethan, just went to the spirit anyway. Which, Ethan also applied and did not get hired. <laughs> it was so funny. Fuck you, Ethan. Uh, yeah. He's okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> hey, my good friend, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I get it. So, but we all went in on Halloween to say what's up. <laughs> hey, did you need help today? That sucks. We all came in in costume and caused havoc in the store. Sounds about right. Um, I know. Babe. And then we left very quickly before they realized it was us. That's, that's good. Then we played music at Desert Ridge for two hours and got kicked out. That sounds right. Made like 20 bucks. I doubt it. I mean, yeah. Right. <laughs> so my second favorite fast food yeah, Canes. Jesus, we're not there yet? Yeah, we're there. Canes. Hey, let's I, go. I was really debating between Canes and Habit. I don't think I'd consider Ooh. Habit the fast food, though. 
I, it's, it's like, like a casual. It's on the border. Yeah, but man, oh, on the border is trash. <laughs> but oh my god, I love Habit. It's really good. It's not an everyday thing. Like Canes is again, it's an old reliable. They serve two things, so I get it. Yeah, and but Canes is also open until like one in the morning, which is fantastic, <laughs> especially when I used to stay up late. Now I'm an old man. Oh man, me and me and Max would go to this barcade out in Surprise, and they close at like eleven. So we would leave at like ten fifty and just go get canes after. It was just the greatest. What was the barcade's name? Player One. Oh, it's a good name. It's mostly pinball. No, oh, that's a less good name. But it's it's actually still pretty cool. Is it still there? Yeah. I used to go to one barcade and just get thrashed <laughs> in Tempe. Cobra. Yeah. No, not Cobra. No, no, no. Uh, what was it called? I can't even tell you the name of this place anymore. I got there so many times though. <laughs> I liked it because it was slow. It was upstairs by ASU, so not a lot of people went because uh-huh. it was fucking upstairs, and everything was always sticky. <laughs> um, Dude. But they oh. served good alcohol. The, pe- the people that worked there were awesome. Uh, so I'd go there a lot and just get fucking hammered on the weekends. Dude. And it was right next to the oh, card shop. Man. I could walk there. I got blitzed out of David Buster's. <laughs> that is not the same thing. That's a sad dad <laughs> afternoon. What'd you do? I took my kids to the Dave and Buster's, had a little licky, liquor. <laughs> so I left uh, Scarapy cards all over that Dave and Buster's. I remember that night. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that. Yeah. I wasn't there. No. I remember him texting me. Yeah, so I consumed about five vanilla old fashions. I, th- I was certain <laughs> you were going to say five vanilla wine coolers. And, uh, oh, it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, is that the end of the story? You're terrible at telling stories. No, so there was. Can we finish this fucking movie? No, so there's this one game at Dave and Buster's, um, and it's essentially, it's like a bl- a block stacker, um, but you have to be like Tetris. obviously very precise, um, and it's like you get 200 points, you get a thousand points, and in between either of those, you lose. Perfect. So I got a thousand points. Seven times in a row. Oh. I was popping off. That's 7,000 points. Good job. Thank you. I mathed you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as Zach searches for his cat. Oh, um, I like the cat. That's the end of the story. Thank you. And now, let's get back to American Psycho. I'd rather American Now that, that we've talked for 16 minutes about anything else. Yeah, we're going to go and get a break in on this one. Right, now that I've got fucking chocolate in my mouth, I'm talking about pizza rolls. Well, that's our break, I guess. <laughs> 100, though. You get a good pizza roll, there's no such thing as too many pizza rolls. Oh, you get an air fryer pizza roll? The problem with pizza rolls, aside from the fact that they are frozen on the outside and boiling lava hot in the middle at all times, much like a <laughs> Hot Pocket, Ooh. is that... Oh, fuck yourself. Hot Pockets are trash. No, well, hang on. No, no, I got done with my story yet, and then you can finish your garbage. Okay. My problem with pizza rolls, and specifically Totito's, because that's the only pizza roll. What other, what else is there? Sam's Club brand? No. Oh, you might as well just go up to the cashier and say, I don't have money to pay for this. <laughs> Can I get three hot dogs, please? Yes. Well, not at Sam's Club. Costco all day. No, I disagree. Oh, get out of it. Well, well, to be fair, I've never had a Sam's Club hot dog. Well, I have several Costco hot but dogs. But Costco has chicken bakes. I haven't had it. It looks actually delicious. Dude. 
I feel like it's gonna kill me because I'm gonna find out it's so good that I'm never gonna stop eating it. <laughs> so like, I hate Caesar, and it's like Caesar mostly dressing. dressing. It's I like... thought you meant the dictator. I was really confused. I was like, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> cool. No, so I hate Caesar dressing, and there's a lot of Caesar dressing in them. But oh my god, I'll fuck up a chicken bake. They have Caesar in them. Yeah, it's like chicken, bacon, Caesar, and cheese. I hate bacon. It's little bits. You won't even. You bacon is a prominent flavor in anything. No, I promise you, it's, it's not. Like, no, it's like putting cantaloupe in a fruit salad. All you fucking have is cantaloupe now, because everything's covered in its cantaloupe fucking orange juice garbage. <laughs> I have very strong opinions. Of cantaloupe. I can tell. I hate it so much. Um, no, no, no. I have a joke. I've been waiting to hit on pizza rolls. Still, my biggest issue with pizza rolls. And this is a anyway. Joke. Um, back to the movie. I will talk over you either way. It does not matter. Is that. It looks like somebody thumbed in an ingredient to a pizza roll into some, like, pizza crust. That's yeah, it. Yeah, it does. It's like, oh, shit, there's a pepperoni in there? Yeah, just leave it. They won't notice. These fat fucks. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, this is fucking good. Give me this. As I eat them in bed at night. Oh, but... So, back on, on, on chicken bakes, which is the main topic of this episode. Bake my chicken, uh, brother. When I worked at, at the old Sewobway... Um, you want to give that another shot? Sewobway. Nope. When I was the lead sandwich artist, thank you. Um, I would make a, the subway version of a chicken bake, which was how long has the chicken bake been around? I thought it was a newer thing to be I honest. I don't know. Um, at least since I was fifteen. <laughs> well, you're twenty-one tomorrow. It's twenty-one eight months ago. Huh. You bought me a bottle of whiskey. That means nothing to me. True. Um, but I lost it. Oh. Oh, I would make whatever. Su- I would make Subway chicken bakes, and I would take the chicken patties and cheese and bacon, and just completely smush the bread with as much strength as I could. I would wrap my hands around the bread and squeeze, and then I'd sprinkle cheese on top and pop that bitch in that little microwave oven for about thirty-five seconds, and it was the greatest creation. Nothing you said sounds good. I don't want any of that. It was good. No. No, it was. Do you want me to say my story again? <laughs> Nothing you said sounds good. Also, Subway nachos. Corn <laughs> up bread with melted cheese? No. Bags of... Uh, I guess they do have chips there. Bags of the Doritos. Which Doritos? The nacho cheese Doritos. Okay. With you were like, about to say Cool Ranch, about to fuck you up. No, with like cheese and the little steak and vegetables and like yeah, okay. bu- buffalo sauce on it. I got you. Delicioso. Parisioso. Uh, let's get back to the movie. What movie? Uh, so, Paul Allen's death. Best scene of the movie, I uh, think. I, yeah. And mostly because of how giddy he is. It's mm-hmm. so good. And I've seen that portrayed a couple of different ways. One is, like, he's just trying to fit in still like he's trying to put on that facade of him being like a regular person and another one is he's so excited to kill Paul Allen he can like hardly contain it so that's why he's like dancing around and shit yeah I my opinion in that scene would be he's he's being his true self he obviously knows what's going on Mm -hmm. he's excited he's talking about the only thing he seems to care about is music besides killing people he's very very obsessed with pop culture and that's another thing in the book he's more so obsessed with it but they it, touch on it in the it movie. It seemed like they very briefly hit it. Like he, um, <laughs> but they they only music. No, 
in the in the movie. No. So he's either constantly filming or watching porn, and um, in that scene where he's furiously doing crunches, yeah, he's watching. Texas Chainsaw. Mm-hmm. You think it's a pop culture reference? Yeah. It's a murder reference. He just likes murder, and he's watching murder. I don't Especially think so. Especially with the end scene that happens. I don't think so. I think it's... With that see, scene, I could see how it's both, but... Oh, I totally forgot. Uh, when he first walks into his office, he's listening to Walk It on Sunshine. Oh, yeah. It makes me so happy. See, this is why I think it's a music thing, specifically in the movie. I don't know about the book. But like all of his references are music related, mm-hmm. I would say all of anything else that comes up is murder related. Yeah, and there's a lot of um, parallels. Like he talks to about killers. Bundy and well, so shit so like that. well he talks about Bundy in the beginning, and he bites their leg at the end. That's a Bundy thing because he got that's how he got caught. Yeah, he had teeth marks. Uh, he has the heads in the freezer and tells him. Tells his lawyer he's been eating people. That's a Dahmer thing. Talks about Ed Gein. He, and, well, Ed Gein. Hit or miss on Ed Gein. It was more of a psycho thing, which American Psycho get it. But I don't think they really touched on it more than killing people. But he, he only straight confirms up brings he, up Ed Gein. He does. But, like, he brings up Bundy and has a straight Bundy reference in one of his murders. It doesn't make any sense at the time, but it's there. Uh, but Ed Gein, yeah, like, he was... I a, agree. Like he was the base for Psycho. He didn't dress up like a woman and or his mother or anything. Like there was really no correlation other than showing he liked, was interested in serial killers. Mm-hmm. But there's other references that they don't directly say, like Dahmer, uh, almost like some Gacy related things. More more of the famer, famer ones. You know, like Hall of Fame killers, Mount Mount Rushmore of killers. Who's your Mount Rushmore of serial killers? Yes. In likability, well, not like, likeability. Nobody likes like nobody likes a serial killer. That's not true. Women love them. Uh, no, I don't think anybody loves them. I think they're interested because it's an interesting topic. But nobody I don't know if you've seen bugs. women go after Ted Bundy and Richard Ramirez. I mean, more so Ted Bundy, but Ramirez had some crazy fans. Yeah, I and mean, Charles Manson. Does. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's so, a whole nother thought process I can't understand but so I mean Zo- your... Zodiac's on the on the Rushmore alright yeah give me your Rushmore how many is that four <laughs> I don't know my Rushmore give me your Rush four how about that <laughs> does that you. help uh, damn banger no uh, it wasn't it so, was poor wordplay at best Zodiac okay Dahmer Dahmer really I love Dahmer why uh, well g- give me your four I'm interested we'll yeah, get more so, into that later Zodiac Dahmer uh I mean, Bundy's up there. He's, he's kind of what got me into serial killer stuff. That's fair. Bundy's like a crazy anomaly. And mm-hmm. I'll give him the credit. Zach Efron killed it. Oh, my God. We t- we've talked that. about it before. Yeah, I like or hate it. That movie, he kills that character. Uh, and my fourth one. Ooh. i go BTK. Really? Uh, I'm not into BTK. He was a whiny little baby. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I just don't want to be too, like, on the nose with them. That's fair. I, I mean, you like who you like. The people are the bigs for a reason. It's not Richard Ramirez. Really? I it's, like Ramirez. Like, uh, well, I, I would say like, he's number five. I think he's a super interesting cat. Like, Cat? Yeah, if you, if you read into him, that guy was just a crazy person, but he knew it. Um, I mean, Gacy's what made me afraid of clowns. 
Yeah, Casey was a psycho. I think I'll I'm I'm gonna go with Casey. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just, yeah, hearing about that scarred me, and I hate clowns forever. Yeah, I mean, Pogo was pretty crazy. <laughs> what a name. But yeah, um, reasoning. I mean, the Zodiac's the Zodiac. Yeah, like, he's tops. He's like, just interesting. Just like if if there was one serial killer you could meet, it would be Zodiac, so I could know who the fuck it was. I just want the money deal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. I think his his story interests me the most because, like you said, he was almost people, and then almost he ate people. people. Yeah, and then he became people. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do group parties. <laughs> Good job quoting your exact fucking riff. Quote Zach Singer. <laughs> I don't even know what episode that was from. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Ted Bundy. I mean, what what got me into the whole true crime stuff? Um, and also Zach Efron. He did great. Killed it. And, yeah, Gacy made me afraid of clowns, so right. there's that. I like it. It's not uh, bad. Honorable mention, H.H. H. Holmes, now that I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> he's my number one. Uh, yeah? Yeah, he's, he's he got me the most interested in it, because I was like, what? Uh, well, not even. Hotel just got me super interested into it, but I had heard about this character before, and I was like, holy shit. If you read, there's another documentary about him that's... There's, there's so little real information because it's so long ago. But there's just like these letters of him writing to his wife and he's got like six wives. And he's just like, yeah, I'm working on the railroad. And he's building this hotel, just lying to people and killing off all the engineers. The guy's nuts. It's like, here I go killing again. He got caught, right? Uh, Yeah, at some point. Crazy. Yeah, I don't I, I can't remember the whole end of the story, to be honest. Alright, uh, American Psycho, what do we got? You give the rest of your Mount Rushmore if you're gonna do it. Oh, you get one, you get one episode, and then I will build it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Zach's Mount, Mush- Mount Rushmore will return. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Remind me later! <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Paul Allen's death. Um. Holy shit, we're still here? Yes. So... First of all, do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Do I? <laughs> Are you asking me for I, real? Yeah. I know that one song that he plays when he's killing him. Hip to be square? Yes, that's the one. I almost said hip to be scared. Yeah, it's, it's good too. I assume <laughs> it's a nice nine kill song. Yeah, it's the one about American Psycho. Oh, is it? How yeah. clever. Who would have thought, right? I had no idea. Um, stop also, listening to Scarapy and also stop listening to Ice Nine Kills. You don't know Power of Love? Oh, is that them? I don't know music. Uh, for anybody you that don't doesn't know, know music, me, I right. don't know music at all. He likes uh, Modest Mouse. I like of Modest Mouse. <laughs> I can name like three albums I actually enjoy. Uh, most of them are just nothing, garbage. But you want to go movies all all day? A, a quote machine podcast. I I don't know podcasts very well. You know, like one. Not this one. Small Town Murder. I like Small Town Murder. So do I, man. Good shit. Small Town Murder Me a good podcast. God. Um, so, yeah, he, first of all, puts on this song, asks Paul Allen, you like Huey Lewis and News? And then goes into this speech about how their earlier music was a little bit too new wave for him. But, new wave being 1980s. <laughs> yeah, being all them rambunctious fucking urban kids. Damn kids. Um, and then this whole time Paul Allen is drunk on his like couch 
which he is prematurely covered with sheets and put like newspaper all over the floor. Uh, and it is a very white apartment with nothing on it. Just yep. Shit. To what you said earlier, it's not he cleaned up so he could cover everything. This is just how he lives. He just put paper down, mm-hmm. like he had a dog, <laughs> a little chow or something. Yes, thank you. Uh, so put Paul on a, Paul Allen. Yeah, this this whole time as he's giving the speech, he's like dancing into the bathroom where he puts on a raincoat, pops a pill, um, and grabs a very shiny axe <laughs> that is looks the dullest I've ever seen an axe look. Look at the blade on it. There's yeah. nothing to it. Um, <laughs> then Paul Allen drunkenly turns around and goes, Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is, Paul. Yes, it is. Um, and then he goes to Hammerton. Yeah. Ax- Town. He goes to Axville. Axville USB. <laughs> Axville SSSR. SSSR, huh? Yeah, that sounds right. It's not it, but we're going with it. Can't not be it. <laughs> so... Yeah, Paul Allen turns back around, and then we get, I don't know, arguably the most iconic line in the movie, What would you say? Iconic line? Yeah. No, but I'd say iconic moment, for sure. Hey, Paul! Axe to the fucking head. I Screaming. mean... Screaming. Definitely... I mean, the whole moment's... Everybody's seen this scene. And this... The music is cranked. Yeah. Well, and I like that, too, because yeah. he's super into music. He probably listens to music super loud all the time, probably often when he's killing people in his apartment. I, so his the, neighbors don't give a shit. Yeah, the first rumor I read of it was that he had it high up so it would cover up the noise of him that murdering. That was my first thought yeah. when I watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he probably does this all the time, not only killing people, yeah. but he also listens to music because it's obviously his thing. Because he's always listening to his Walkman, which, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Walkmans are so funny. Hey, I don't get it. Get a phone. <laughs> he had a phone. I know. Have you seen the phone in that movie? Dude. It's the size of two brick walls. It's a brick house. She's a brick house. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we've all seen this scene. Hey, Paul, scream as the axe rams right into his fucking head. And then try to get a reservation at Dorsia now. You fucking stupid bastard. So good. And the blood, frantic, blood man. all over it's his face so on the raincoat. As soon as he finishes, pushes his hair back, sits down, and smokes a cigar. Great scene. Like, I think I like the upcoming scene more though, where he's taking the body out to the car. <laughs> yes. I actually really like this scene. It's kind of subtle, not one that I think gets a lot of love, but where what's his name? I already forgot. Lewis. Lewis. So, yeah. Um, so, first of all, I like that he's dragging this body bag just through, through the lobby. The lobby yeah. And there's a trail of blood. The security guard looks up at him and then just goes, ah, fuck it, and just goes back to his shit. I, more to the corporate greed. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I don't get paid enough to deal with this shit. And then he's loading this body bag into a cab as Lewis and his... Uh, it's some chick that's his friend. Yeah, it's not his fiance. No. It's just... Acquaintance? Yeah. I don't so, know if they're sleep, supposed to be sleeping together or what. And then uh, he... Patrick? Patrick! Oh my god! Um, as he's frantically pushing this bag. Um, and 
as soon as Patrick hears Lewis, he goes, no, Lewis, it's not me. You're mistaken. I love it. (laughs) Go. It's not like I'm trying to play this off. It's just go fuck yourself. And um, as Lewis is talking to him, he sees the bag and goes, oh, my God, where did you get that overnight bag from? Such... Especially the phrase overnight bag. I don't know why it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. But it just feels pompous. Oh, exactly. Which is what they're going for. But it, I don't know. It's just, I like this scene like, a lot. Like, I don't care enough about what you're doing to ask why you're <laughs> begrudgingly throwing this bag in this cab. Right. I just like what, how it looks. Right. Just the, again, going back to like corporate greed and uh, shallowness of these characters. It's all monetary. And then uh, let's jump over to Willem Dafoe being introduced. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Um, Willem Dafoe plays a detective named Detective Kimball and uh, he is investigating Paul Allen's disappearance. Like instantly after the kill scene, mm-hmm. it's pretty much next thing. It's been a few couple of days or something. Yeah, oh, one more thing about Paul Allen's death. So after the death, Bateman goes to his apartment. And the first thing he says is as soon as he gets in, he panics for a second because he realized that Paul Allen's apartment overlooks the park and is obviously more expensive than his. Again, just everything's monetary. I, I'm the best, but why is this guy living better than me? Yeah, and then he packs up a suitcase trying to figure out where he's going to send it to. Uh and he's he, just naming cities. Yeah, France, Japan, London. I'll send it, I'll send his ass to London. Yep. Uh, and then he leaves a very shitty imitation message. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. He didn't even need it. I, I guess answering machines were yeah. prevalent in the time, so I guess he had to. Hey, it's Paul. I'm going on a trip for a couple weeks. Michelle, I'll call you when I get back. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, Nailed it. So then Detective Kimball brings up, yeah, well, uh, people said that, you know, they've seen him in London, but they couldn't identify it. And one of them was mistaken for, I believe he says Marcus Halberstram. I believe so. (laughs) And I like, too, because Bateman even says, oh, has anybody seen him there? He just leads this conversation so poorly. And I can't tell. They give this really ambiguous feeling of, is he leading Willem Dafoe? Is Willem Dafoe smarter than he leads? So the something I really like about this is it's actually all of Willem Dafoe's scenes. They filmed it three separate times. Once, uh, one take of um, Willem Dafoe being suspicious that Bateman did it, one scene where he knows Bateman did it, and once where he doesn't think Bateman did it at all. And they splice it all together to keep the audience kind of guessing. That's interesting, because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Because every time something happens, like anytime they pan away from him, it feels... Yeah, like he's, he's, up, he's smiling not. and then he's like scowling. Yeah. And then he's kind of just nonchalantly sitting back. It, it's not that it's uh, disjointed, it's just awkward. Odd. It's awkward. Yeah. It, it, you know, the, the conversation seems to veer every time, and that makes a lot of sense, though. That's cool. I didn't know that. Um, and in, in one specific scene, I don't remember if it's the first or second time they talk, but uh, Kimball's asking all these questions about where Bateman went to school. He's Harvard, then Harvard Business School, and then he goes, "Where did, uh, where did Paul Allen go to school?" He was like, "Don't you know this?" Uh-huh. To which Kimball replies, "Yeah, I just wanted to see if you knew." I, I like it. Um, 
And he's like, yeah, I think he went to Yale. Yeah, he, he he knows. Yeah, but I don't know. The scene's solid again. Willem Dafoe's really good, but no, now knowing they filmed it three different times makes a lot more sense because mm-hmm. it just feels like what does and doesn't he know? Because sometimes he's a master of deception, other times he's like, "What the fuck are we talking about?" Yeah, yeah. They they go from talking about like music and uh, business, and then I, I think my favorite or. You know, favorite, but the most interesting scene with Willem Dafoe is where he brings up Huey Lewis. He's, he just pulls out a yeah. CD, goes Huey Lewis in the no- news. You ever heard of him? And he's and just Bateman's like, like I-, I don't listen to music. Never. He says never. Mm, not a big music fan, huh? No. Yeah, it's just it's really good because you know, obviously the scene he's killed listening to the song, so it's yeah. like okay, why? It's like why does How- he have this right, the CD? Because like, there's no reason for because because when at the end of the scene he just plays it off as like, oh, I never I never listened to these guys. Yeah, Isn't he good? It just just picked them no, up. Yeah, for no reason asking this murder suspect. Oh, music suggestion. Sorry, we keep touching on different parts of the scene, but um, after he's getting asked all these questions, Bateman just goes, "I hope I'm not getting cross-examined." And Kimball goes, "Do you feel like you are?" Which Bateman just goes, "Not really, no." It's another scene where it's just this, that is a really good scene where Willem Dafoe seems like he knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. And then turns into nothing. After knowing that that scene was filmed three different ways, you can for sure see, like, which is which. And I think it, that's that's really fun. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd, I like that a lot more. I'd, I'd actually kind of want to watch it again knowing that. Because that's a pretty big swerve. Yeah. Um, so... The feed me a stray cat scene. <laughs> the funniest, but also worst scene in this movie. Um, so Bateman is just out getting money from an ATM, and he sees this stray cat on the ground. It's just a little meow, little yep. meow, meow. Here, kitty, kitty. And he picks this cat up and looks at the ATM. And what does the ATM say? Just feed me a stray cat. That's all ATMs say. Yeah. That's so, what ATM stands for. Uh, <laughs> don't worry. Don't think about uh, it. All right. And then immediately Bateman pulls out a Glock. Yep. And just, first of all, is shoving this cat He's towards like, the ATM. All right. I guess this is what we're doing now. Yeah, guess I need this money. Um, and he's like, going to shoot this cat. Oh, shoot so, your fucking cat. Yeah. <laughs> Litter box has shit in. Anywho. Um,. So he's he's gonna shoot this cat, and this old lady walks up and goes, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" And then blammo, <laughs> Bateman just anyways. I started blasting. Just turns and pops her once in the chest. He just starts killing people here for he goes on a rampage. No reason. So he shoots this lady, and then all of a sudden there's a cop car there. Yep. So he dips siren on dips into this apartment building. I love because when the apartment he, he kills her and he walks away very nonchalantly. Yeah. He knows he's smart. He's done this a bunch. And the cops, like, sirens go, and he just walks away. And as soon as he's out of sight, then he books he it. He dips, yeah. It's really good. Like, subtleties of that is pretty solid. So he walks into this building, and uh, <laughs> the, like, attendant is like, burning the midnight oil, Mr. Smith. And blammo again. Yeah, and he just, pop! Just once in the chest. Mr. S- what did that mean to you? Just he thinks he's someone else. I guess. That's my, my thought was... This was an alias. He's gone to this place before. That's why he went there now mm. as a familiarity. But he went to the wrong place. It's See, like, fuck, I can't be here. 
to you bring up an interesting thing that I read is that Bateman isn't even his real name. I don't think it is because uh, uh, the comp because his dad owns the company. And right. The company name is Pierce and Pierce. Right. So I I don't think it is. I think it's I th- I think a lot of this is more in his head than they give you they give off. And this you is never like get a full answer. His like in head character that everyone has. Oh, for sure, and especially coming up. So to speed up along, he kills that security guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes through a turnstile, but as he's passing through, he sees a janitor notice him and keeps going through the turnstile back around, shoots the janitor, and goes through so full so circles clean. around. It's really good. But right after that, he gets stalled up by the cops. He gets into a shootout with cops. And they explode. And even even then, he, he yeah. just looks into the gun. He's like, how the fuck did that happen? Yeah, so he's, he's got a pistol, and there's five cop cars, and he's blasting. And then the cop cars just blow up. And he looks down at the gun and visibly, like, what the fuck? Like, what's happening? And then Why? he's just like, anyway, and moves he on. keeps going. But that's where I think more, again, of this is in his head. That yeah. That didn't happen. I think he I think he killed the people, at least one person, but I don't think the cops are really there. No, so I I remember the first time I saw this, I was watching it in my room and I looked down at my phone when the shootout was happening and I looked up and it was just an explosion and I was like, "What happened?" So I rewound it and I was like, "That doesn't make any fucking sense." Yeah, and that's like a pretty common movie thing, you shoot the gas tank. It's not a real thing, of course, but I think they played off into that. Like, this wasn't real. Yeah. This was just his mind craving the violence. And then he runs up into a... Is it, like, a hotel room? Or is it, like, an office? I don't, I don't really it, know. I think it's his office. I think it's his office. Yeah, and he's... Fi- was I thought we thought it was. Hunched up up against a table as there's, like, police helicopters outside. And he calls his lawyer. And he confesses to killing... About forty people. Yep. He says he's killed some some prostitutes, homeless people. Yeah, ho- uh, about four or five homeless people. Uh, um, speaking on that, we did skip a scene where he just oh shit bags a homeless guy. Where uh, long story short, he just tells this homeless guy he's a piece of shit. Yeah, so he, being superior, he, he talks trash to him while also saying like I'm gonna help you. Right, and the the homeless guy's just trying to get some money or some food. And, Say, oh, you're the nicest person. I'll do whatever you need. And, yeah, and then he just shoots him. And he, he doesn't shoot him. Or he stabs yeah, him. He, yeah. You know what a fucking loser you are? And then stabs Stab. him like four times. And then he kills the dog. Yeah, God? so there's there's a dog with damn him. Damn it. And how does he kill the dog? Uh, no, it's, oh, he stomps the damn he thing. stomps so it out. gross, man. It's a... It's not a close-up, but you hear the dog whimper. And it's you, yeah, but in, in the wide shot, the dog's not even there. So it's, it's a little better, but like... It's still terrible. Yeah. But back to, so he's in the office, and he's confessing all these murders, prostitutes, mm-hmm. homeless people, um, some call girls. Yeah, and he says, uh, I have tapes of a bunch of it. Some of the girls have seen the tapes. Um, he kills the scene, by the way. He is frantic, yeah. manic, all over the place. A ball of sweat. Yeah, it's a great scene. And Again, Bale kills it. And then he says... I even ate some of their brains. There it is. And then gags and said, I tried to cook a little. Yep. That's a, that's where I think a lot of this comes from, and it's more in his head than he says. I don't think he's killed all those people. I think he's killed some people. And I think a lot of it is him wanting to imitate serial killers he's familiar with. Again, they give a Bundy reference later. They give the Dahmer. Um, and they give reference to others. Mm-hmm. But never... Uh, and the whole time I was thinking about it, I was like, it's kind of an H.H. Holmes feel in the last kill. 
with the yeah, Christy calls her. Yeah. Uh, where the, she's running through the apartment. Her name is Christy. We'll answer only to Christy. Yes. My name is Paul Allen. Such a dick. <laughs> um. So, yeah, but before we get to that, because I think that's actually before this, isn't it? I. Yeah, it is. It is before this. So yeah, it has and to then, be. And then, then there's, a, there's another scene after that. Next morning, uh, he is like hasn't slept. Clearly, he's in the same suit as before. He's sobbing. He calls uh, his secretary Jean at his office at a, at a payphone, and he's sobbing into the phone. He says, "I don't think I'm gonna make it." And then he says, "I don't think I'm gonna make it to the office today." And she's like clearly like very attracted to him. We, you know, we glossed over it very slightly. He invites her over. He attempts to kill her, and then he decides not to. Um, I don't think he decides not to. I think he gets something happens. He's because he's holding a nail gun to her head, and yeah, he gets so a call. He, yeah, a something call from happened. a chick. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I think it, it's from his from his fiance. It's from Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Um, and then the scene kind of just ends after that. I don't yeah. Remember a real yeah. Result. So he he sits down because this is right after. She says, uh, God, this is so incohesive. Um, she says, uh, do you, are you seeing anyone? And then he says, no. And then that phone call happens. And this, while she's just talking into the answering machine, like my little CEO, stuff like that. He's just sitting on the couch, just staring. Like she fucked up his plan. Yeah, like he he got caught in the lie and he's he can't go through with yeah. it now. And then it, he just not perfect. Tells her to leave and he says, "I I think if you don't leave, something bad's going to happen." Uh, he also yells at her for putting a spoon on the table. They're almost. No, use the cup. It's too good. The <laughs> the almost OCD-ness of this character. Oh, it's 100% I don't know. OCD. I don't know if it's OCD or just control or what you want to call it, but it's so Perfection. good cuz he just He's just on it, man. He's you know, a perfectionist. Every, he everything, everything he does, yeah, it has to be right. Um, so yeah, she's like, she got invited to him by him to dinner, and then that ends, and she's like, clearly into him, right? Um, and so she's on the phone with him as he's calling her. She's like, Patrick, are you okay? And he yells into the phone, "Stop sounding so fucking sad!" and hangs up. Bye. On some phone that's in a booth for some reason makes no sense. Don't act like you weren't around for those. Good old pay phones. So old. Um, and so, yeah, let, let's go back to that uh, Christy scene. So Christy is an escort who uh, he invites and, like, pays for her time and then invites another girl over. And the whole time they're they're having this threesome, he's recording it and just posing just and flexing. flexing. Uh this is all about him. Oh yeah, uh, he loves it. And then we're shown them like sleeping, and he wakes up, and they ask if they can leave. And he pulls a coat hanger out and says, "We're not done yet." And the bad things happen. Yeah. Then the next thing we see is them leaving, both fucking bruised and cut up. Uh then later on, pretty he, gross. Like, yeah, it's general. like we don't even see what happens. It's right. just like they're both in tears just, and yeah, running away. Pretty he just much. does something terrible happened. And so, then later on, um, he finds Christy again and gives her, like, a bunch of money. A, g- a, co- a more billion dollars. Yeah, so she threatens to get a lawyer, and he's like, lawyers are expensive, don't do that. Writes her a check. Yep. Gives her cash. She tries to leave, but he's like, 
No. I got more cash. Yeah. So they so he goes uh she takes she wow, holy fuck. He goes with her to Paul Allen's apartment. When, and they meet up with this redheaded girl. I can't remember her name for I some reason. I can't remember her name either. Um Kid, you know, I also want to like Christy is a terrible actress in this movie. Yes. That's just me. She doesn't do no, anything. No, she's so bad. And I get she's supposed to be like pretty terrified most of the time and yeah. like the somber character, but she just has no emotion to anything. No. Maybe that's the point. I don't know. I, every time she's in it, she's terrible. I mean, if, you, if you want to get artsy with it, we're not supposed to care what she thinks because we're, we're worried about the rich Wall Street man the whole time. Mm, I would say that's not even true, but okay. You're right, but it's artsy, and I'm going to get nominated for that in 50 years nominate Uh, me brother so yeah so they eventually um start having this threesome together in paul allen's apartment um and bateman is mostly focusing on this redheaded girl so christy tries to get out of there and leave but as she's just like "I i gotta go yeah so as she like turns back and she's putting her clothes on the moans turn to muffled screams, and there starts to be blood all up in these like sheets. There's and nice sheets too. Bateman pulls his head out from under the the sheets, and he's covered in blood. Just, and, and he's not like it was such a weird scene. I thought because like why did he do that? Like he, so his reaction was okay, I'm gonna kill her, and then he just rips the sheet off and just yeah. looks at her like an animal. Um, and so she starts to run away, and Bateman this whole starts chasing her. And he is fully naked, but he's got white tennis shoes on. Which is very odd. <laughs> it's, not, uh, it's not how I do my business. Not proper bedroom attire. It is so. not. I don't appreciate it. Um, but Get he, your Jordan 2s out of here. So she's running through this maze of an apartment. Like This is where I got the H.H. Through a, a bunch of doors. Like It seemed like it was supposed to be like almost a trap house yeah. for some reason. Um, and she falls into a bathroom. Where there is another dead woman laying there. And he falls in after her and bites her leg. This this is the Bundy yeah. reference, I think. So he bites her leg, she pulls off and kicks him in the mouth. And he goes, not in the face, you stupid piece of bitch trash. I agree. Uh, <laughs> you agree? I agree. <laughs> okay. She, she's wrong in that one. Um, and so she gets up and starts running. And she's sprinting down this, like long ass staircase uh, uh, well before that too she's banging on a neighbor's doors and yeah. she's just literally screaming revving a chainsaw and nobody's like what's going on yeah, out so, here so there's a naked man covered in blood with a chainsaw now and she's running down these stairs and he just holds the chainsaw over the edge and is aiming it like it's a gun it, It's I hate this scene this is like one of the reasons I don't like the movie to be honest I think it's super lame it, and it doesn't so, like the scene of him running with the chainsaw is great. Yeah, but then, so and this is the to, Texas Chainsaw reference from earlier. To paint a word picture. Word so picture. So as she's running down these stairs, it's like, um, picture, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier staircase. It's yeah, like God yeah. forever. It's like the square stairs that curl around each other, like a a wider spiral staircase, a Minecraft spiral staircase. We've all seen stairs, man. And yeah. um. There's, you know, the one hole down the center, and he's just holding this chainsaw, watching her run. And then he eventually just lets it go. And it's spinning through the air, and then he just yells, ha-ha! And well, then... And, and even the audio on, I don't know if you caught, caught is good, where 
you know, she's screaming, you hear the chainsaw, it's super loud, and as soon as he yells back, it's like silent. Yeah. She, he's got her. Yeah, and she's then dead. camera shot of the bottom of the stairwell where she's laying on the floor with the chainsaw through her body. Which I don't think that was real because that's uh, fucking impossible. Not how chainsaws work. Yeah, not even a little <laughs> bit. You have to continue to hold those. But so that happens. And then after this phone call that uh, Bateman has with Jean, she goes into his office and starts going through his, uh, it's like a date keeping book. It's got his initials on it. Yeah. It's an old like, uh, yeah, like a date journal. Like I a guess. records book. Yeah. Almost. It's pretty common back yeah. in the day. And for the first few pages, it's just like dinner reservations. Reses. Then, then, yeah, reses. And then there's one picture of, uh, it's like a doodle of a woman with like a knife in her neck and then she flips the page and it's just pages on pages of dead women uh in like (laughs) some yeah dead uh sexual exploited um and then there's one specifically that she focuses on of the chainsaw through the body um fade yeah and then and then we fade to is it the diner scene? The restaurant scene? The restaurant, yeah. Yeah, we fade to the restaurant scene where Bateman is having dinner, or I guess lunch, with his uh Yeah, I don't know what fiance. time of day it is. Yeah, it's him and Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, and... She's not paying attention, and he's frantic. Yeah, so he's in, like, cram at this restaurant, doodling the, the body with the chainsaw through it. Straight, like, Italian... Less than Olive Garden status level. Um, macaroni grill. Yeah. And she and she's just going on and on about shit that uh, he doesn't care about, just shit with her friends. And he gets mad, hits a big red X through the doodle, and just goes, "We're done." And she just keeps talking. He goes, "No, you're not listening to me. You and me are done." Uh, it's really good because she goes, "Oh." Okay, we don't have to talk about the wedding. We'll just avoid the yeah. issue. Like it's an issue to want to get married. It's she's just so placating to this guy yeah. for no reason. And and he says no. Like you don't it's not about it. that. We're done. And and she goes, yeah, but your friends are my friends, and my friends are your friends. So I really just don't think it would work. And <laughs> her argument is so bad. <laughs> and he goes, okay. And I've thought about that. You can have them. <laughs> I don't care. Like, and again, he's still sweaty, like murder. Yeah, mode. like almost like when he made the phone call, but not quite as much. Yeah, and he's just like she goes to touch him, and he just grabs her wrist and pins it to the table. He goes, "No, you can have him. I don't care." And then uh, she starts to like have a breakdown, like crying, like, "What do you want me to do?" Um, Go fuck yourself. And he's like, "If you really care about me, you'll stop making this fucking scene right now." <laughs> And she just Closes keeps, up. keeps crying, try like is a, a slightly quieter, but she <laughs> uh, like yells out, "Oh God!" And he just goes, "I'm fucking leaving." And he dips the fuck oh. out. And where's he going, Zach? Doesn't matter. <laughs> He's going to return some videotapes. That's right. Which I don't think we've really mentioned it to now. That's his excuse for everything. What were you doing last night? Returning some videotapes. <laughs> What do you need to do? Return some I have to return tapes. some videotapes. It's a great excuse back in the day. You gotta rewind first. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> and um, the like partial assumption is that most of these tapes are of his killings. Like he gets these tapes, puts his killings on them, and then returns. 
Oh, I didn't think about that at all. Yeah. I thought that was just his excuse. That actually is genius. Um, and then we get the ending of the movie, where he goes to this... It's like a bar hangout lounge. Yeah, I don't know what this place is, to be honest. It's a lounge. Cause, yeah, I get Because they're literally just talking about, like, going to eat. Yeah. Like, this isn't where they're going to dinner. This is just a, a stopgap place. Yeah, so he, he sees his lawyer, and he walks over to him, and he goes, Did you get my message? And his lawyer looks at him for a second and goes, Oh my god, that was you? Yes, it was hysterical. Loves it. And he goes, What What are you talking about? And he goes, it was great, but the only issue is... Here we go. Patrick Bateman's too boring to kill anybody. It's so good. He said, if, if you would have said... to his face. If you would have said Bryce or Halberstram, I would have believed you, but Bateman? That guy sucks. And who does he think he is? He thinks he's Paul Allen. No, he No, he, he says Allen. like... De La Hoya or something. Yeah, he calls De- himself... Danilo, I think it is. Is that what it is? I think so. Or are you thinking about your pool customer? No, f- fuck him too. Right. No, he's he's fine. Right. But um, no, his name is like Danilo or something okay. like that. Okay, because I know every- most people call him Halverson. Yeah. But um, it just goes to the fact, you know, again, nobody knows who anybody no one, really is. No one is. gives a fuck. Yeah. And, and he's like looking at this lawyer and he's like, no, like I... I'm Patrick Bateman. I'm Patrick Bateman. You're my lawyer. And he goes... Alright, oh my god, who is that? And he goes to, like, walk away. Well, and it's to the to the sense, even, like, this guy, he isn't his lawyer at all. This is a guy he's met probably a few times yeah. and know in passing. But, and so, so it gives you the vibe of, like, who, not only is he not Patrick Bateman likely, but who the fuck is he and who does he think he yeah. is? Yeah, and so this guy goes to walk away, puts his hand on his chest. I'll put my hand on your That's chest. That's right. No, and brings you. it back and he goes, no, you're you're not listening to me. I'm Patrick Bateman. I killed those people. And he goes, look, I don't think this is funny anymore, dude. Give it a rest. And he goes, it was never supposed to be funny. I killed Paul Allen with an axe to the face. And I liked it. And this lawyer goes, well, that's simply not possible. And then we get the TikTok meme. Here we go. Why not? It's just not. Why not, you stupid bastard? Stupid bastard. Because I had dinner with Paul Allen in London ten days ago. So, so again, the vibe, like, what's real, what isn't? And this we, is where the movie falls apart We a see lot for me. the realization on Bateman's face. He goes, no, you didn't. And we see this, like, wave of confusion come across his face almost. And he just walks away and sits down with, like, Bryce and whoever, Halberstram, the other yeah. guy is. And they're talking about Ronald Reagan, because there's a Ronald Reagan conference on the news. Um, well, it's about... Um, foreign policy, right? Oh, yeah, it was a huge event. You know, it was... A, God, what was it? Was it the Cuban Missile Crisis? No, it was something to do with Japan, I think. Was it? I can't remember the which thing it was, and I don't know the time frame very well. But, but it's like a big deal. Yeah. They're, they're talking end of, you know, end of days type deal. And, the, and Bryce is pretty much saying, like, yeah, he can go up there and say fucking anything, and it doesn't even matter. Um, this guy does whatever he wants. Which, this is like the sum of the movie. It's just like, mm-hmm. the richer you are, the more powerful you are, the more you get away with. And one of the guys sitting with them is just constantly like, yeah, but uh, where, are we, where are we eating? We, where are we getting a reservation? I'm not even hungry. I just want to have a reservation. Somewhere. Right. That's a straight line. Yeah. That's such a weird, like, a weird line. 
Like, well, it's it's that control. A reservation yeah. was power then. It's like yeah. if you could get a spot at the hot spot, you were you were it. So it's um, like, if he could do it, that was it. And so he just keeps saying like, you know, we I just want a reservation. And Bateman goes, "Shut up! Is that all, all you, you fucking think all about you it? ever think about is this useless shit." Um, and then Bryce turns to him and goes, "Well, what do you think about this, Bateman?" And he points at Reagan. Um, and then we get like a close zoom of his face as he reads his like final monologue. Um, I wish you wrote it down. <laughs> Did you? I was like, I, I cannot picture this monologue well yeah. enough in my head to where I'm just like, man, I don't even remember it well enough to where I don't think yeah. I even cared that I, much. I've actually got the whole thing. So I'll, I'll read it. So um, this whole time, it's like slow zooming on his face, uh, and he says, "There are no more barriers to cross. All I have in common with the uncontrollable and the insane, the vicious and the evil, all the mayhem I have caused, and my utter indifference toward it, I have now surpassed." My pain is constant and sharp, and I do not hope for a better world for anyone. In fact, I want my pain to be inflicted on others. I want no one to escape, but even after admitting this, there is no catharsis. My punishment continues to elude me, and I gain no deeper knowledge of myself. No new knowledge can be extracted from my telling. This confession has meant nothing. And as he says that last line, the camera is right up on his eyes, and his eyes are all, like, slightly shaking. He's just staring right into the camera, and then we cut to black. It sounded better that way. Like I don't know. Like the just just watching it. I watched it yesterday, and it still doesn't stick like, out to me. I'm getting like chills just reading that because I love it so but much. You're an asshole. I well, I love this movie. So I that's know. that's my, my I, I problem. I do not love this movie. But like, I just like that he's saying like, I owned up to it. I and gave it myself matter. up. It didn't matter, and I still don't care i like that i like the idea behind it i guess like, i didn't like it It didn't hit me to the core like that like uh if you do watch vice that was another movie he did it ends no. the same way it's a, it ends on a monologue of pretty much him saying hey i'm a piece of shit yeah. but i can do what i want because i had the power to do what i want uh that one got me this one didn't hit me like, so hard just the line this confession has meant nothing that's a good line is such a good and iconic line i think the problem i have with it is they never tell you what's really what happened. Yeah. It's like, confession of what? Did anything truly happen? Or are you just an asshole? It's like, he, he confessed to murders, and the only one they... Not the only one, but the main one they truly show is disproven. Well, supposedly. Yeah. Well, like, just the, the whole, like... E- even he is questioning himself. Right. Where he's like... Who am I? Yeah, he's... Str- n- I gain no deeper knowledge of myself and no new knowledge can be extracted from my telling. He's saying, like, even though I said this, like, I, I know nothing more about myself than I did when I started this. Like, there's still the idea of Patrick Bateman, but I still know nothing about him. Right. But who is Patrick Bateman now? It's like, Pat was Patrick Bateman just his killing persona? Was he a real person? Was he one of the other guys? Like, he, right. He's essentially nothing, but who was he then? Yeah. And that's where it falls apart. Where and that should like, have been the I, sequel. Uh, <laughs> that should have been the sequel. I think a sequel would have been a terrible idea. Like a real sequel. They're, it would have been better than what they did. I didn't they watch it, but... they fucking kill him. They kill, they him. kill him in the intro oh, scene. Oh, that's Mila right. Kunis kills him as a child. Oh, good. Is it Christian Bale? No, they don't show his face. That sounds more right. It, he's wearing yellow rubber gloves and a suit. I'll have to watch this garbage. Yeah. But... Um, so yeah, I don't, I, I don't like the ambiguous. Ambiguous. Thank you. Ambiguous. 
flavor of the movie where by the end of it truly nothing happened or at least nothing tangible it's like they, they did the same thing with joker but then they expanded on it they did and I, joker i think did it a little better yeah like there's you, they tell you what did and didn't happen at least for the most part there's some similarities in those two movies that um just very similar. yeah i would say one's a modern day version of the other yeah like, uh, i agree uh you know joker is very poor as opposed to right wall street exactly. but it's the same deal just yeah a different thought of one bad day uh, so yeah there's there's the obvious theme throughout the movie they've been being called other names and like i said it's to show you know those wall street fucks didn't really care right and they, uh, they truly mean nothing and they do nothing yeah so uh an interesting yeah. thing Go ahead. I have a point I want to hit. Uh, Christian Bale, in interviews, said his performance as Bateman was based on talk show footage of Tom Cruise because when he saw it, he didn't see any any emotion behind Tom Cruise's eyes. Hmm. It was just like he was had this persona of, of a person. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, also, re- really quick, I. I'm sure you have a thought. No, you're good. Um, I, w- I want to get your take on on something more recent with this movie. So this this movie spiked in popularity uh, partially as a meme um, for the alpha male mentality of like going back to the old like misogynist almost ways, cool. where it's like women shouldn't have social media stuff like that. Um, and it got really big on TikTok with uh, all these like teen twenty year old guys like modeling themselves after Bateman for a joke or like making recreating scenes as memes and stuff like that and just being like man Patrick Bateman's really like me and shit like that cool um and I, I kind of wanted to get your take on on that whole like it's it's a very toxic culture of like attaching to these crazy guys if you can watch that movie and be like that's who I want to be like you're a problem you're yeah shit thoughts the character's not meant to be liked it's meant to be it's meant it, to be no, shitty. There, there's literally nothing to the character. There, there is no character by the end of the movie. Who is this person is the whole point. You told me not to bring it up, and I'm going to bring it up. What Perfect. was your thought, and why would you forget it? Oh, I fucking can't remember it all. <laughs> we took a three-minute so three break. By that, I mean eight seconds, and I've already lost it. <laughs> um, if I remember it, I will directly interrupt you. Perfect. In the middle of the night. What? Oh <laughs> Hold up. What? Um, so, what what did you think of this movie? It I love it. It's gonna be a high rating for me no matter what. I already told you what I thought it was about this movie. What what's your rating? Yeah, like a four. It's not a bad movie for the most part. It just lost itself. Um, the the beginning is solid, mm-hmm. it, but by the end of it, I'm just like, what happened? Nothing. Nothing really happened. Nothing or everything. Yeah, uh, fairly certain nothing. I would say there's more evidence leading to the most of this is in his head than anything else. They mm-hmm. just don't really tell you. Um, and <laughs> to bring it back to Joker, there's that whole thing too in that movie yeah. where he's in the asylum and he's laughing after all of this happens. And it's almost like, well, did that happen? Because he's got his regular hair. He's he's not like Joker-fied green hair, stuff like that. Yeah, it's just die though. Yeah, I, I mean, I for Joker, I would say that most likely happened, or at least parts of it. I, maybe not the Murray Show stuff, but uh, th- there's definitely something going on. Mm-hmm. Especially when a lot of it leads to future things in that universe of Batman and whatnot. 
Yeah, there seems to be some. Maybe he wasn't the actual. Yeah, I think he was. I really like the. I really like the whole like. Yeah, he's the original Joker, but that's not the Joker ba- Batman's going to be fighting in that universe. It wouldn't make any sense. No, but unless they. I don't know. I like doing, that universe without Batman at all. I think it's just interesting with that character. They're doing Madness for two for the sequel. Lady Gaga's Harley. Is she? Yeah. That's confirmed. Yeah. Oh. Not into it. Don't want it. I was gonna say they could do the Batman who laughs. Don't want that either. It'd be not... better than Lady Gaga, Harley Quinn. They're both terrible. I agree. <laughs> God, that sucks. Yeah, hard I'm so mad. Bad. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the movie's a fantastic movie and good without a sequel. Oh my god, the first one's amazing. It's so good. I, th- I think they're going to ruin it. I hope oh, they I don't, 100% agree. I think they're going to destroy it. I, I don't think they have anything... I don't know what it... It wasn't built for the sequel. It was just built to be no. ambiguous on, for a reason. No. I I love the ending of the first one. Yeah, where it just runs out of the asylum and he's got bloody footprints. Yeah. Super good. Um, so, uh, this movie, it's getting a 10. Or, not a 10. It's getting an 8 out of 10. Alright, uh, for you I get it. Yeah, like... I like weird movies, and this <laughs> is probably the weirdest movie I've seen in a while. Um, I, I like weird, but I like... It needs to have an explanation, and I don't like op- super open-ended stuff where it's just... Was anything anything? I like weird, weird endings like that, too. I forget the name, but it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. And it ends with his wife being a giant spider. Oh, that movie sucked. Yeah. But I, I, I really movie. like the ending scene. It's called... What's it called? Uh, it's got the double where he plays his two of himself, right? Is that that one? No. Um, Maybe? I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I watched it and yeah. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was that ended, ended up being terrible, I thought. Uh, watch Velvet Buzzsaw. It's also terrible. Watch Aftermath. Don't watch Aftermath. <laughs> that took me a minute to remember what Aftermath was. Rampage. All day. The monkey. Yeah. He's that guy. He's the bye-bye man. Don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it, don't say it, don't think it. And man, that's American Psycho in this weird, disjointed, new formula version of Scarapy. The new formula is there is no formula. It's the secret formula. The Krabby Patty secret formula of Scary P. No, so we're... Anchovies. We're, oh, God. That smelly smell. So we're... Smells. Smelly. Smelly. Uh, we're still working on the new <laughs> formula. I like it. I think we're done with it. Huh? What? <laughs> done with the formula or done with the show? One, then the other. You choose which one. Um... One will kill the other, I promise. <laughs> but on that note, this has been a a weird session of Scarapy. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. I don't know. <laughs> and try to get a fucking reservation now. <laughs>